Tips of Podcast, the show that keeps you updated with the latest TV and movie news. How are you all doing out there? I hope you're keeping yourselves dry with all the rain that has been falling. As usual, I've got here with me, Jake. How's it going, Andy? Hello, everyone listening today. How are you doing? I'm doing quite good. Doing really good. Well, hope, hoping I'm not coming down with another cold because of the weather. But besides that, I am doing quite good. Did you see the snow? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, yeah I in saw November. It. I know, right? Crazy. It's going to be a white Christmas. Hopefully. That would be nice. We never really get a white Christmas in yeah, these parts. Hardly. Yeah. Hardly. Uh, have you been watching anything cool this week or doing anything cool? How's well, your week been? This week I've been watching um, a documentary on the World War II. There's a series on the World War II. They took a lot of old footage and they colorized it and they narrated on it. So And they went from the start of the Second World War till the end. And it just opened up my understanding of that conflict and at the you know and you can see why some people are very concerned about what's going on in the world today because you can see some parallels in certain countries so but it was a very so i've been on that all week and i just finished it last night so that's is it a series it's a series yeah about it's 10 episodes so they talk about different aspects the the cool thing is just the way they colorized everything so it brings it home so that's on netflix it's on netflix yes what was it called again the greatest events of the second world war right i'm gonna give that a shout Mm because i do like a good world war ii doc yeah you'll love it it's the the poster is black and white i may not have said the name but it has the greatest events and world war ii is a black okay i'll have a look at that uh, my week, on the other hand, man, it's just been filled with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so excited that uh, I managed to find a way uh-huh. to watch The Mandalorian. Wow. First two episodes. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, I don't want to get into spoilers, but all I'm going to say is that it's it's everything you want and hope for in a Star Wars series. Uh, I, I don't want to ask too many questions because I don't want you to answer it and spoil it. So, but it's really good. Yes, it's it's so good. It's um, everything's a spoiler, so I can't really say much. But the, the it's it promises on everything that it showed in the marketing. You know, with the bounty hunting and the you know that sort of side of Star Wars. Uh, but the one thing that I'm really happy that they did, which I kind of was hoping they would do was that, that it's not just a show just about that, mm. just about bounty hunting, you know, and the cool action scenes and stuff, because I because Star Wars, you want a bit of deeper meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And I can say, without any spoilers, they've paid that off as well. They've got the cool action figure stuff, but they've got the really deep themes and meanings behind Star Wars as well in this. Wow. I'll try not... I'm, okay, I'm not going to ask any other questions on this, but pretty excited. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get my eyeballs on this as well. Yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll introduce you. All right. You know uh, a guy. You know a guy. I know a guy, a guy, yeah. Uh, as well as that, I also picked up... Uh, this is not movie or TV related, but I picked up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the new video game. I, I've been playing it for a few hours, and man, it's so good again. It is like the Mandalorian. It is, this is the Star Wars game I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had my gripes about Battlefront. It, Battlefront 2 was a bit better with the story mode and stuff. But this game, this is the one. Mm-hmm. You're a Jedi. You're doing Jedi things. You're wielding a lightsaber. You're learning different, you know, lightsaber abilities and force abilities and exploring all these different planets. It's awesome. You need to pick this up, Andy. Wow. It's like Disney saying, okay, we are ready. Yeah. We are ready to handle Star Wars. You know, because obviously with the first couple of movies, there were a lot of, 
it's still yes yeah, problems here teething, and there. Yeah. yeah but now it's like disney has said yes we now know what we're doing with star wars and based on what you said i can't wait to kind of experience these things um so hopefully that trickles into um the rise of skywalker yeah so it's it's all leading up to that one though isn't it so uh, as well i've also been catching up with star wars resistance the animated show man it's good it, obviously it's still marketed towards a younger generation but man it, it's fun to watch you should give that a shot as well so disney is really it looks like they know what they're doing yeah it seems like now they i mean I don't know what the future is after episode nine. Mm-hmm. We still have yet to be discovered. I think the future is in TV, Disney Plus. Uh, we're obviously getting Kenobi, Cassian, and Mandalorian season two. Uh, but movies wise, who knows? We'll mm. see, I guess. So the galaxy lives on. The galaxy will live on. I'm, I don't I'm, think yeah. there's plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, just um, it's good. Like everybody was holding the people who love the franchise, we were just holding our breath for the Mandalorian to drop. Yeah, I, I also wanted to say on that, it's been actually so, so nice recently to be on Twitter because The Mandalorian and Jedi Fallen Order, it's uni- you can see it, it's uniting the fan base. It, pretty much everyone is totally on board with it. Wow. Everybody's like, this is amazing, or this, like, you know, so there's obviously it's not going to be perfect for everyone. There's going to be some little nitpicks, but on the whole, everybody is liking this and loving it. Wow can't wait man so can't yeah it's wait. really nice to see the star wars fan community all together enjoying this loving it loving it so yeah uh plenty to talk about there plenty. but we, we we'll get on that as uh, soon as we can uh but yeah so we'll kick into the main segment now and that is the movie and tv news well, gentlemen you have my curiosity but now you have my attention so indeed uh, as we spoke up top, Mandalorian dropped, but also Disney Plus. Uh, with for a lot of people, they couldn't get it <laughs> logged in, teething issues, but mm-hmm. that's to be expected. Yes, I think we kind of expected that. Uh, but on the Disney Plus news, uh, these series haven't been released yet, but they're up and coming. It's the Marvel series, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Uh, which are these new original Marvel shows with original characters. But Kevin Feige has uh, said something to us. Um, This is what we all sort of were speculating, Mm -hmm. and Kevin Feige has confirmed this. He says that all these characters that we're going to see in these new Disney Plus shows, Mm -hmm. they will eventually be in the movies as well, whether they get their own movies or in team-up movies. So it's all connected. It's not not like... um CW and and Warner Brothers, yeah. where you and have the, and Marvel Netflix, exactly where you have maybe the Flash. There's a Flash movie, and that's different from the Flash series, and that's different from. So this is the person you see in the series is the same person you'll see in the movie, and the stories are all interconnected. Yes, you know this they, is what we wanted. They, that we, so once they got you, you're locked and loaded mm-hmm. to keep. They just keep giving you content. That's what I mean. And Kevin Feige also gave some more news. He says that. To really fully get the picture, you're gonna have to watch all the series as well as the movies. Wow, what I w- what I hope there is like the, the distance, the time between the stories is not that much. You know how now it is. You watch a series, it ends. You have to wait at least twelve months before you get something else on the same story. I'm hoping that they plan it in such a way that once you finish the series, or once the series is out, the f- is finished, the movie is coming out like 
next month mm-hmm. then the movie is out then there's another series coming on and you can just keep going on and the story well, and all that that's what i mean i think very soon we're also going to get a bit of an overload because it's going to be crazy because you know starting next year we're going to we'll get the first disney plus show the falcon and winter soldier one yeah uh, and there's going to be two or three movies two movies in the cinema next year mm-hmm. so a more quieter year for marvel but from 2021 they're kicking into gear i think they've got three shows and three or four movies coming out and they've also just announced more movies, like yeah. unrelated, uh, untitled Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be four movies coming out in 2021, as well as three C- uh, TV shows. And then in 2022, there's also going to be another four movies coming out that year, and there'll probably be more series. Yeah, it's such an ambitious timeline. It's so ambitious because one movie and all of this, one bad movie and all these plans can collapse. Mm. Maybe. I think it depends on how bad it is because I think you can excuse them if not everything is perfect because it is a daunting task. There's a lot of projects going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin Feige is one guy. He can't be there all the time looking over everything. Um, so I, I think, you know, even leading up to Endgame the last 10 years, there have been some movies that have been like, meh, you know, it haven't, haven't been as good as some of the others, but you stick with them because of the good ones and because of the characters. But then they didn't have the weight of expectation that they have now. That's true. You That's know? true. So there yeah. is a lot to, they need to live up to. Then they were just the forerunners and everybody was just looking at how far they'd go. But now they've gone that high. Nobody wants to see them drop. They, everybody just wants to see... Great, see keep going, yeah. Yeah, keep great content. And it's very hard. It's, it's going to be very hard to see how well they can keep holding on to people's imaginations and you know the kind of content they're going to be producing. So, I mean, the benefit they have is that they've got 80 years of material to pull things from. Do you yep. know what I mean? That's, that's a huge, almost infinite amount of source material to just go, oh, why don't we try adapting this storyline or this storyline? And I don't mean like direct adaptation. I mean like, why don't we try make our own version of this? Yeah. But you see, here's the thing. I know we've not spoken about this film yet on this episode, The Joker. Yeah. A lot of things come together to make a good story to make a successful film it's not just the film in itself it's what's going on in the society at that time so it's not all stories that it de- also depends on what's going on in the world mm-hmm. you know if the world is ready for that content at that particular point in time as well that also plays a part and nobody knows what's going to happen in the future so some of these things that they're planning oh we're going to do a movie about this you never know the world might be different i mean China may be fighting a nuclear war with Brazil, with Russia. You never know. And all these things just play a part in how people... So, I mean, all I'm saying is these are very ambitious timelines. And one little chink in the armor and the whole pack of cards can come. It could. Crumbling. It could. Yeah. Or it could just keep getting bigger. Which That's what I'm praying happens. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping. I mean, yeah, it, like you said, I'm interested to see how they do it. Because there's a lot going on. There'll be a lot going on for Kevin Feige. Uh, and if and you know he's also going to be working on Star Wars, yeah. so we'll see how he, that all manages to work out. Mm-hmm. But well, he's got great generals working with him. So. Exactly. I mean, I think he's also probably you know he's been doing this for eleven years more really because yeah. all the years before, um, where he's he's at a point where he's probably built a very strong team yeah. of people that he trusts that go I, you you know what you're doing you go and do that there. Yeah. So we shall see, but um. Big plans. Yeah, big plans. The MCU doesn't end here. Nah. 
Disney Plus do. Disney Plus, it's opened a new it's gateway for storytelling. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean. It's it's it's, it's huge. Uh, so let's stay on uh, Disney Plus. So all the content have been dropping now. Obviously, Disney has a huge back catalogue of all films. Obviously, some of them dating you know back to like the 30s and 40s and stuff. Uh, but what I really like they've done is that on some of the classic movies. They've put a little disclaimer in the description of the film that it says that uh, the film has been presented in its original form and it says that uh, some cultural depictions are outdated. Mm. Uh, So I really like that they've done that. So basically letting people know that even though it's presented in its original form, which I like that they are doing Mm -hmm. in the way it was made, but letting them know that this was made at a time where the world wasn't different. Qu- was different. It was a very different time in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just letting people know we do not represent these values now. Uh, it's just when it was back then. Yeah. So it's such a clever thing to do. It could have been easily missed, and there will be so much controversy about Disney Plus. But it's just a clever, you know, thing to do. You know, it, now it just makes so much sense. But they could have somebody. It couldn't have been apparent at the time. And they would have just released all the content and the backlash and people will be saying all kinds of things about the content and you know then the government will get involved why are you showing children this kind of thing but it's just nice that they just put it in there and i do like um in the statement in that statement you know because you read me the quote earlier how the the last sentence says something to not show it in its original form is to deny that it ever happened Mm -hmm. and sometimes you get a lot of people where um especially in this age where you know what you know earlier in the year we had the whole kevin hart thing about mm-hmm. what you've done in the past coming to hunt james gunn as well exactly coming to hunt you in the present and uh, you know some of these people they try to say this didn't happen they try to deny what they've done and some people are like yes i did it at the time but i'm a different person now and we've seen how both have been how did you what the jury has said in both situations exactly i mean you have the way kevin hart handled it and then you also have the way james gunn handled it Mm. two very different ways of approaching the same sort of idea exactly it's just but i it's a very clever thing that disney plus put in there and um but now i'm actually curious to see i i actually want to watch those move those cartoons yeah because there's a lot i didn't i want to know what how how is it that people were okay with this Mm -hmm. you know yeah, well, it was a, a lot of it is down to the depictions of primarily black people. Yeah, uh, you know, with the the unjustified uh, stereotypical, you know, with the the way their lips are drawn and their facial features basically mm-hmm. exaggerated. Yeah, and yeah. even things they said. Yeah, and the know? way they spoke. Yeah, yeah, it, it was just a lot of it. Yeah, and, uh, so I'm just curious to um, watch and just see the way feel what people felt at Mm -hmm. the time so it's quite clever and the important thing is though is that don't judge uh, disney as they are now this is why this disclaimer is here uh like watch the thing and uh appreciate it for what it is and and when the time it was made yeah if you you know what i mean yeah i mean bear in mind that 10 years from now some of the things we are okay with now we are doing today just so you some of the things we are doing today 10 years from now will probably be, yeah. will be illegal will be a problem so you know let's just we're also guilty of the same things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so we'll stay on Disney Plus and uh, so on its first day its launch day uh, Disney reported that they got 10 million signups on day one now this is 
actually signing up on launch day. They had, since August, they had all these previous, you know, pre-order, you know, uh, starter things so you can get discount price and all this and earlier subscriptions. So that's not counting those. Those are on day one. 10 million subscribers. Yeah. The, the cool thing about these streaming services are it's they are relatively cheap. So very it's, cheap yeah so it's not one or the other it's you're not nobody's ever gonna say I'm at least not now nobody's gonna say I'm gonna cancel Netflix so I can get Disney plus most people are gonna have one or the other so even though we say they're competitors they're not gonna kick each other out of the business they're probably gonna slow the growth of each other like obviously Netflix this this growth of Netflix is gonna be slowed down by Disney plus and Apple TV is going, you know, it's going to slow the thing down, but nobody's going to be one or the other. No. You know, and it's just um, nice. So these numbers were expected. I don't think there's going to be anybody, any household that's not going to have a Disney Plus subscription. Especially if you've got kids. Yeah, especially if you've got kids. They're, they're, I mean, there is. You, what? you can't say anything. Like, Disney is the king of entertaining children yeah do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. it's always been that way yeah. you just can't compete with their attraction to children mm -hmm. it's just the way it is disney entertained my dad when I was, he was a kid entertained me when i was a exactly kid. it's in my kids and it's, it's, it's a company a, of generations yeah, it's and, generation and it will company. and it's a company that will live on mm -hmm. you know entertaining children even if disney plus dies let's say that flops mm -hmm. disney will live on yeah. in entertaining children in other ways yeah so Every household is going to have Disney Plus. So these numbers are well expected. Yeah, and you know, when it reaches this side of the pond, it's going to be even bigger. So yeah. I think they were estimated... Uh, I've got the figures here. Bear with me two seconds. Uh, so yeah, they're projecting between 60 to 90 million global subscribers by 2024. Very achievable. Very achievable. It's, that's what they're yeah. hoping for they have the content everybody wants to watch so i don't see why they wouldn't exactly so they've got you know they've got obviously disney all the stuff for the children there and also for adults you know there's plenty of stuff that maybe we liked as a kid we yep. want to revisit you've got star wars arguably the biggest franchise in history yep marvel the biggest franchise right now mm -hmm. you know pixar they've got everything yeah they've got everything you would want you know they've got documentaries they've got uh, all sorts of stuff it's a really great service it's it's really great you can learn not just be entertained but like you, you can said, learn documentaries you can learn um so much from that so we shall see i can't i still so upset that we have to wait yeah. till april to get yeah. entertained. did you country. see that um article did you read the article i sent you about why disney couldn't come no, launch? no. so it's due to the sky rights so Sky still have a contract with Disney to show Disney material until some some early next year. Oh right, I knew it had to be. Yeah, it had to be something like that because everything of all the Sky um, Star Wars movies are all on. They're Sky. all on Sky, yeah, yeah uh, and Sky, Sky Disney. Yeah, yeah. So it's yes. So it's um. Mm -hmm. so, so that it is makes why. Sense. So okay. that's why. All right. So yep. you know, four months later, but hey. It is what it is. It is I mean, what it is. We, it's not like we don't have anything Disney. We have all exactly. The Sky There's still the loads movies. of stuff, yeah. and uh, you know, and for stuff like the Mandalorian, you know, people, as I said, will find a way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the next story is HBO Max. This is quite a big one for them, and that is a Friends reunion could be happening for a special HBO Max. Mm -hmm. This I, is this is quite big. If this happens, if this happens, so if I think if they can pull this together 
it will be the perfect show to launch their um relaunch their, Agreed, sh- their yeah. app like friends i i personally i don't wa- i don't watch friends but i everybody i know who watches friends they love the show they really really love the show and to just have a friends reunion it's like having it's like them announcing in 20 years time they're doing a game of thrones reunion it's so it will be everybody will go hysterical mm-hmm. and it's the perfect way to launch the streaming app it's just the perfect thing they can do yeah i mean okay so if this does happen now i say if it's because the cast of friends plenty of times before have said we're gonna do a reunion like they've always said it but there's always been something that stopped them so at this point i'm, I'm a bit like i'll believe it when i see it but Tim Ford hat on. If it does happen, mm-hmm. agreed with you. This is 100% way. If you get this at launch, or at least close to launch, this is a good way to market your service. Mm-hmm. Because Friends is arguably one of the most popular sitcoms ever created. Yeah, It has fans throughout the world. You know, mm-hmm. wherever you go, you can see Friends stuff everywhere. People, you know, even down to the quotes, like, you know, what Joey says, uh, how you do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that line. Yeah. You know, it's one of those staple in our pop culture. So, and the fact that they've obviously got the streaming rights, so they're going to, they're already going to have friends. It's going to be gone from Netflix for our Netflix users. And if you launch that with a reunion, bang, you, you'll get a lot of people signing up. Yeah. I do. I think it's probably good. They're probably even going to now do more seasons because everybody's still alive. The entire mm-hmm. cast is still alive. There hasn't been any serious career-ending controversy with any one of them that they can't bring them back on screen and they're all kind of still in the business you still see them here yeah, and there a few of them are still you know yeah, doing stuff you know, jennifer aniston of course, of we course know yeah. she's high, you know but david schwimmer he's still doing yeah. stuff you just know um what's that courtney cox yeah well. they're all they're all around so it just makes sense to bring them together it, it just makes so much sense and um everybody will run for this this will be Great. There is no reason why they shouldn't be talking seriously. Like you said, this conversation, we've always heard there'll be a friends thing, but there's no reason why they shouldn't be having a very serious conversation about this. No reason why not. Exactly. Because the it's, in a way, I can understand why it didn't happen before because of scheduling and also it, co- it probably cost a lot of money. I think with streaming now, you avoid a lot of the cost of putting stuff on cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all yours. Because it's yours. Yeah. You're providing the foundation. Yeah, and you know how we said Apple TV Plus came out and one of the things that is a problem is there is no signature show Mm -hmm. to launch the product with, like Mandalorian. They don't have that. This could be their signature it thing. could, yeah. yeah. It very well could. And you know, and like I said, HBO Max are also gonna do like the Green Lantern series and yeah. stuff. So there's definitely a possibility of them launching with a bang. Yeah. I th- I think, you know, there's gonna be a much bigger launch than what we've seen from Apple TV Plus. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on this. Yeah, definitely, definitely one to watch out for on HBO Max. So uh, still on the streaming services, we now go to the other <laughs> competition, and that is Netflix. So on the same day that Disney Plus launched, Netflix signed a multi-year deal with Nickelodeon to make more animated stuff. Mm. Makes perfect sense to me. Right. We're just... It's, isn't it f- it's, it's quite interesting. We are literally watching corporate war. We are. We are. The streaming wars have begun officially yeah, now. Like, 
it, well, it has begun officially because yeah. those apps have been released. Yeah. But you know how you hear this 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 studio has acquired this house and that that director has moved to that studio. We are literally watching the chess pieces move, and it's just like war. It's quite interesting to see, and um, this is just another one of those moves. exactly because. Um, Nick, uh, Netflix had loads of Disney stuff, yeah. especially more like loads of the animated stuff. Obviously, when Disney launched their service, they're like, "We'll take all that back. Thank you very much." So Netflix are like, "All right then, bam, Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. What you got?" Like, and Nickelodeon is Nickelodeon. They, they've got exactly. And Netflix, if I may say so, I do think they need something like this to survive. Mm -hmm. Like they can, you know, they can obviously produce content like The Irishman and um, you know films and really good series but you need to have the market for the kids for the kids yeah do you know what yeah, i mean you, you certainly do you know for I, I i'm not a parent myself but i know people who are parents they spend a lot of their money just on the children yeah and you know if it's going to come to a point where they go uh do we pay for netflix or disney plus they're going to be like well, we're going to have to pay for disney plus exactly because it has more so netflix needs to have some sort of partnership as they have with Nickelodeon to produce animated stuff that will bring kids in. Yeah, have their own Netflix for kids. Thing, exactly. You know, and it's just kids things because there's a lot of adult content on Netflix itself. But um, no, it's just it's just crazy. We're seeing this. The war has begun. Apple too. You next thing you're gonna know, Apple is gonna do something and get somebody. But they, they got a couple of stuff coming along the lines. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just crazy. Like we are watching this happen and who will win they might be everybody might win everybody might lose or some you know we, it's just cool to see i think at the end of the day we as consumers we all win we all win you know there is the conversation around if with all this content people are really gonna lose touch with <laughs> yeah. society <laughs> is like, that as well yeah we're can, just gonna be locked in our houses exactly like on sunday i i'm sure i don't know but i'm sure the number of people that's are out on Sundays, like in the afternoons shopping, has, has dropped has yeah. dropped drastically because everybody on a Sunday is at home Netflix watching and Netflix and chilling. Yeah. Now we have Disney Plus in and chilling. We have Apple TV in. But also like, the way we consume media has completely changed. Mm. You know, before there's less and less people actually staying at home and watching stuff. You know, people watch stuff on their phones. People watch stuff on their tablets, mm -hmm. on the move, going to work, yeah. you know, going to places. And so the way we consume this content is very different now. And as well. 4G's coming. Well, 4G's here. Uh, sorry, 5G. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, excuse me. Excuse me. 5G is coming. Obviously, that's like a decade away. But like if connection speeds increase, like it's all over the place. It, I mean... That's the world we live in. That's, That's the world we live in. The yeah. future that we always spoke about. That the future, we're, here it, we're here now, and it's in about five, ten years' time. Everything is going to settle, and every the streaming service. The, the and then inter, there'll be something else. Yeah, but I mean, then it will be. Then we'll be talking about these days. Remember when Disney Plus first launched? Yeah, it's when? crazy. Isn't it? Yeah, you know. You, do you remember when Netflix first came out? Like, I can't. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember when I subscribed. No, yeah, I can't remember when can't. I signed up. No. But it, it, so this is the time we're gonna look back and be like, remember when Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus and they just announced Peacock and all that. Oh yeah, Peacock's got <laughs> wow, man. This is gonna be too much. Do you, I remember I sent you that picture of what it would cost for all of them. Ninety dollars, Prox. If you want all of them. Yeah, but you can't. Like, what are you? Are you? You're just gonna stay at home, like? Yeah, even us who make this show, we can't. 
just watch everything. There's only so much people can watch. Do you exactly. know what I mean? There's, we we got lives. Exactly. You can't just watch. <laughs> they just want us sit down there, watch our stuff. No. So we just have to pick carefully what stuff we watch, Andy. Yes. Uh, so the next story is Black Adam. After so many years of speculation and teasing from The Rock, he's a very busy guy. But we finally, Andy, finally have a release date for the Black Adam movie. And that's going to be released. Uh, where was it? I got it up here along with the really cool poster. Uh, and that is 22nd of December 2021. Right. So we got a couple of years ago, uh, a couple of years away. Yeah, I mean, from next month, it's probably it's just going to be next year. So it's not as far as it looks. I just want to see a Black Adam movie. I'm huge. I'm a, you know, like I think we said yeah, this earlier. Said, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm huge on Shazam and Black Adam. So loving the poster. Really, he looks to me. He looks like my. Mo- he he looks a bit different, but yeah, it, he is the Rock. Now yeah, you said he looks like Dave Bautista. Didn't yeah, you? in that poster. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking at it from the distance. It does look like the Rock, but I can see it. I mean, it'll be interesting. I think I've always found it fascinating that the Rock's going to play Black Adam, because the Rock is so charismatic, mm-hmm. you know, and he always tends to play the good guy. Yeah, he's playing a villain here. Which is good, which is what we want to see. We, we, know, we always want to see twists. Yeah, you know? exactly. I want to see him develop his acting skills, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and he's a great performer. Yep. You know, just entertainment value itself. So I'm interested to see, but more interested is to see what this film's going to be about. That's where I'm at. What is, what is this film? Mm. Who, who's directing it again? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, mean, I don't have that info right here. The director will give us an idea on how... And the writer. And the writer. On, yeah, on how... Um, Black Adam will turn out, mm-hmm. but it's you're right, absolutely correct that we've never seen him as a real bad guy. We hardly see him as a bad guy. Such a likable fella, exactly. And um, yeah, you know it's strange because back in back then in back in like the '90s movies and all of that, the mostly guys were usually the bad guys. Yeah, they were. They, yeah. They're, they were now they're the good guys, and now they're gonna be the bad guys again. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, Another question I have is, where do you put this movie? In terms of? A universe. So do you make it a standalone, like the Joker? Do you tie it to Shazam and that universe? Do you, where, what, what do you do with this film? Yeah, I mean, having Black Adam without Shazam is like having Joker without Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it only makes sense because it relates to... Exactly. Black Adam only makes sense because it, he relates to Shazam. So Black Azam as a standalone story, I might eat my words. <laughs> I mean, look at Joker. Exactly. You know, we're watching, listening to what we said about Joker earlier in the year. We, um, you know, I might eat my words, but I think a Black Adam movie is only as good as its Shazam. So I think this should feed into that Shazam exactly, universe. Exactly, because there needs to be a conflict. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the, there needs to be a conflict. So who is he going to fight? If he's the villain, who is he fighting? Who well, is the, what is the conflict in the movie? Is it with himself? Well, that's the thing. The Joker has told us. If anything, Joker well, has told us. It, it either, can just either, be like the, Joker. Well, the, the conflict of Joker is society. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. But what do you do with Black Adam? This cosmic being, effectively. Just depends on the way the director wants to do it. But, I mean, the writer wants to do it. But it's just, it, there's so many. If Joker hadn't come out, then I would have been like, yeah, I agree so much that without, you know, but 
it could be so much there's so much about a character we could do you know and you know how nowadays it's the age of the anti-hero with the boys and all of that so they can't make it they can't make it a superhero story they just that they can't make it a, a dark superhero story it has to be really grounded mm-hmm. you know because most of the villains we have in all these superhero films all they are is just the dark version of the super of the main hero mm-hmm. just the same story it's effectively what black adam is yeah in, but, in the comics exactly anyway. but if they ju- they can't just pl- make that so plastic i mm-hmm. mean we've gone beyond that with all the anti-heroes and in tw- two years two years time in 2021 we'll be done with all of that we'll need something more se- we, we want to believe that this person is a villain so if so coming back to joker if um you hear that joker is a villain in a movie you know he's actually a villain yeah you know because you know that dark story mm-hmm. so that's what's going to be happening we need to believe that these people are actually that that's my fear because one of one of the fears i did have going into joker was i you know of him being portrayed as a hero mm. in the film mm. i didn't want that because he's the villain mm. obviously in the film it's for me it's pretty obvious he's the villain yes you know i don't want them i you know i'm i've got the same fear with this movie because it's the rock because he's so charismatic are they going to make him too good exactly. i fear that i fear that that's the that's my only concern yes yeah, exactly the same thing that's exactly what i'm saying that you know it can just be a superhero film but they just made it about a bad guy yeah you know we certainly don't want that and there is the tendency to do that with the rock because he's such a likable person so yeah i think we our concerns are the same on this because has, uh, but i'm interested i'm definitely interested it, in this movie oh yeah black i mean it's black adam yeah, yeah. it's black it's adam a powerful it's, character so uh, yeah, yeah it's like how you felt when you knew they were doing a batman movie when yeah you, for you yeah that's how it is for me right so it's yeah you love black adam i do i do it's just okay so uh s- still on dc we'll go over to joker as we just talked about and uh todd phillips he says that he is open to directing a joker sequel if uh it has thematic resonance so do you want to hear his quotes and what he has to say i want to know what thematic resonance means so uh joaquin phoenix said uh, sorry not joaquin phoenix todd phillips says quote it couldn't just be this wild and crazy movie about the clown prince of crime. It would have to have some thematic resonance in a similar way that this does. He's talking about the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that's ultimately why the movie connected. It's what's going on underneath. So many movies are about the spark, and this is about the powder. If you could capture that again in a real way, that would be interesting. End quote. Mm. I see what he means. Yeah, he, yeah, he does make a lot of sense because what made the joker the success it, it is it's not just the film it's so many things coming together to make it what it became so maybe that's what he's trying to say that it's not just me doing a film about this joker so many other things have to come together and even just the relationship with him and Joaquin, and Joaquin yeah. that was such a unique thing and it's just so much so many things came together to make a, a good film and he said probably saying you know, unless those things come together he doesn't want to do he it he doesn't yeah. want to do it yeah which you know as a director i think I, I admire him for that yeah i admire him because you know what it's like when you have a successful movie the, the studio is instantly going to go here's a lot of money let's go make a second one mm-hmm. and a lot of directors are like yeah okay you know he's been like no i'm going 
he's been like, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. I made this movie because it was a cocktail of all the right things at the right time. I'm not going to force another one. Mm. But the problem is, though, it's not... He, he, if the studio tells him to make a film and he refuses, they'll just get another director. That's the thing. They yeah. could always just go, well, it doesn't belong to you. It exactly. belongs to us. Mm -hmm. So we can just continue without you. Yeah. So, and he wouldn't want that to happen. But the thing is, if you do that, then Joaquin might be like, well, hey, I didn't sign on to do it without F Todd Phillips. So are you sure Joaquin will say that? You never know. You, well, you don't know. But it, it, it seems... The re like you yeah. mentioned, the relationship they had on this movie was something special. Yes. And yeah, and as of now, I agree, that's probably what would happen, but you never know these things. You never know. The so business is always moving. Exactly. And they can, you know, he, so the, I know they've definitely had serious conversations in Warner Brothers. Without doubt, yeah. Yeah. If this movie had made like 200, 300 million maybe they would have been like yeah okay it wasn't one one of movie we didn't expect it to do so well and it did but that's okay and they would have just left it there. but it as as of today we know it's earned one billion dollars the most oh man that the one billion dollars so there is no way a business has just made about 900 million dollars profit. profit on something within the midst of all the competition there is no way a business is just going to look at that and be like yeah okay we'll leave it because the director doesn't want to do it mm -hmm. so no yeah there's definite talks yeah, yeah without, definite without a talk. doubt but one billion dollars is just i'm uh, it's absolutely crazy but i'm really happy oh yeah i'm so happy I'm, fully deserved yeah because, and it means that we can we potentially will get more of this kind of movies more superhero movies that are more character driven like, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, you know, I think one of my favorite films of this year, we'll, we'll have our awards um, episode later in the year, but one of my favorite films of this year has been Brightburn. Yeah, you keep saying, yeah. Yeah, it's such a great movie. And it's it had the CGI, it had the flying boy and all of that, but it's more a char it's more character-driven. It's it's a deeper story than what, what we get with some of the Marvel movies where it's all about, you know, yeah, the, uh, spectacle. the spectacle of it all. And this is not a slag on Marvel. It's just... It's a different type it's of a film. different type of film. So, but I do like that grounded, character-driven superhero mm -hmm. story, and um, so I'm happy that this one has made money because everybody will now be exactly. Into I it. think, like, the way I look at it was that can the first one was can an R-rated superhero film work? Deadpool. Yes, it worked. Mm -hmm. It worked very well. Okay, can we do a deeper? story with focusing on a single character and also be R-rated? Logan. Mm. Okay, yeah, it works. It works quite well. People like it. And then now with Joker, can we make a film but with just the comic book up cover over it? Mm. And it worked. And really it really well. worked. So, I mean... Well, the, the possibilities are endless. Yes. I just don't want a bad film to come out and just stop this movement in its tracks because mm -hmm. it can happen it can very you know, well can yeah it can take one dud yeah just that and, and then they go oh like, yeah exactly um but you know we started to see a bit of it in netflix when they had the whole jessica jones and the whole that the was marvel uh, netflix yeah, yeah. That, that, that was good as well that was more gritty grounded yeah so and that they did very well mm -hmm. they really did very and they were well. rated r as well mm -hmm. so it's i'm just glad it's we Joker also have so well. um, the boys that's come uh, out on amazon which is fantastic yeah, yeah. one of the greatest and even watchmen watchmen is, legion legion it's these things are 
I'm happy they are going down this way and it's not all about superheroes, superheroes capes. capes and doing impossible things. So it's really good. So so that's it. That's the news, Andy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll kick on to uh, the next segment of the show and that is the trailer park. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So indeed, four trailers to go over today. Yes. The first one is Fantasy Island. So this is a Blumhouse remake. Uh, so it's an update, basically, on the 80s TV show, which I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Are you not familiar with either? No, I'm not. Okay. So we're going to go into this completely fresh. Um, I like the trailer. I didn't know what I thought. At the beginning, I was like, is this a horror movie? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, yeah. didn't know what I was watching. But by the end of this trailer, is very much a horror movie. Uh, basic premise is that they get to this island and they get to fulfill their fantasies mm-hmm. uh, and some of those fantasies seem to be quite dark. Yeah. yeah. It, the film follows, a lot of films have been made about the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Remember there was this um, film I said was the worst thing I had ever seen on Netflix, The Island? I th- yeah, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same kind of similar-ish concept where you are locked in an island you're locked in an island and it gives you your desires or your fantasies. So there are a lot of films have come out from that same area. But there's just something about this film that I kind of liked. It, it just looks... We won't see anything we've never seen before. They won't tell the story. In, they probably won't tell it in a way we've never, it's never been told. But just Blumhouse just put everything together and just made it work. Like, once I saw Blumhouse... Um, logo on it i just said to myself this is gonna be good I've, yeah yeah i've seen this ha- countless times in different films but it's blumhouse so it's gonna be good exactly they've it's incredible what blumhouse have done because they've really earned this reputation where all you have to do now is see that logo yep. and you're like this is gonna be good yeah like, it's, this is they are i think for me anyway they are the best uh production studio doing horror in the industry right now no one can touch them. Top you know, five, definitely. Yeah, I would say even say number one right mm. now. You know, with hits like Get Out, Halloween, yeah. you know, mm. all, all these hits, you know, and they've almost turned horror movies, not like blockbusters, but they've really turned the look of horror mm-hmm. movies into like these big films you have to see. Yeah, it's sort of like they have this pseudo genre, genre of horror. That yeah. They, it's just, they, they just know, a lot of people are, are attempting to do it now, but they they've, know. They've got the formula, yeah, right? Yeah, they have yeah. the formula, Just yeah. like Marvel did with superheroes, mm-hmm. they've, they're doing this with horror. Uh, and for them to take this premise, which I think, you know, it's a fairly simple premise, uh, but what I find interesting is that because that these sort of deepest fantasies, these deepest, darkest desires, are coming from humans it almost paints a picture of what we are actually what we could be capable of doing mm-hmm. you know and what humans actually feel because this is coming from us this is no yep. scary monsters this is no ghosts or anything like that mm-hmm. this is our own deepest darkest fantasies yeah i like films that do that to us that make us see us 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 you know like even the joker is, mm-hmm. is, is part of it and even um and it's part of what Snyder wanted to do with mm. BVS. Yeah. Well, that thing about... And also Get Out as well. And get, you know, su- the superheroes and all that. It's not glamour. There is... There's a dark side to there's it. There's a dark side to it. It's not all... There is that dark darkness to it. So it's interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this film. Mm-hmm. I actually have to say, I am looking forward to this one. Uh, so the next trailer is Sonic the Hedgehog. 
uh, after the huge controversy when it first was released and that awful design of Sonic, yep. the internet went uproar and the studio was like, okay, we're going to go back in and redo it. Now, before we get into the trailer, I have to say on that note, they've done an amazing job. Yes. Sonic looks so much better. Yeah. Like insanely better. It actually looks like the Sonic from the game. Yeah. Um, so on that front, kudos to them. They've done well. Yeah. The trailer though, I don't know. I have I have mixed things about this trailer. It looks kind of stupid. It looks kind of funny. Okay, I kind of get what they're going for, but I still think you could do something a bit more with it. One thing I do like about it, though, is Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey seems to be doing what Jim Carrey does best, which is go all out Jim Carrey, basically. Uh, and I love that, and I want to see more of that. I think if I'm going to watch this film, that's probably the element I'm most excited for, rather than the actual film itself. I think you're being a bit too hard maybe, on this film. Maybe. I think you're being, it's, a, it's really rated 12, it's, it, it's PG-12, really. It's, it's really a film for kids. This is not like, it's not like Avengers where it's written PG-12, but you know adults can watch it. No, that's not what, this is really, what if it was on mainstream, you'd see on Nickelodeon. It's, it's a kid's show. But um, to me, I liked it because it had a lot of Easter eggs to the games. I played the Sonic game a lot growing up, and I saw all of that. Um, the, like you said, the animation is just, this is a perfect, this is how it should happen. This is, this, I like the story. They came out with the trailer. The animation was terrible. People saw it made some complaints online about it, made some noise about it online. Quite a lot of noise. Yeah, okay, yeah. They did make, <laughs> <laughs> they broke the internet for a couple of hours about it. The director saw that, accepted that the fans didn't like it. He didn't try to shove it down his throat. Didn't try and insult everybody for saying, do you know how hard I worked for, for the, for, to get it? Just, he didn't insult anybody. He took the criticism, said thank you very much, went back to the drawing board and came out with a good, something better isn't that just the best story when it comes out for the better yes yeah it's a great story it's just like there's so many ways this could have gone wrong that's what so i mean so many yeah. ways but it's just great to just see it all came out well and if not for anything that might be the reason why i go watch this in the cinema just because just just as a nod of respect for how they handled mm -hmm. it because there's you know I always say it's one of the problems with The Last Jedi was the reaction of the director and the producer to the backlash from the fans. But this was just handled properly. But back to the trailer, the only thing, I think the trailer was a bit too long, gave us too yeah. much about the film, and it got boring at some point. And another thing, I didn't really get the voice over. The voice didn't match the character. Maybe that's because of the reanimation. So that was a bit jarring for me. But apart from that, I, I liked it. Yeah, I think I definitely agree with you. And I think this trailer's too long. Mm. For me, it just seemed like they were throwing at us a lot of the, the best bits, a lot of the funniest jokes. And I, I don't know, I just kind of had this feeling that when I go into the film, I'm going to be like, well, all the best bits are in the trailer yeah. and the rest kind of is kind of flat. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. But I'm so far from the trailer, it's, it's not getting me. Mm. But then again, I'm not a huge Sonic fan like, you yeah. are. I mean, I played the games as a kid, of course, but I never 
grew up with those games. I was more a Nintendo guy. Yeah. Well, you, maybe, you know, it's maybe whenever that happens, whenever they overload, oversaturate a trailer, that's the studio showing their insecurity. Mm-hmm. They don't think this film is going to make much. So they want to lure you with every cool shot they have. Maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe they're like, ah, people might not like it. So they have to throw... Well, they had to throw something because yeah. this film already had the controversy behind yeah. it. So, yeah. yeah. But it does look good, though. It does. The animation looks good. <laughs> well, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so the next trailer, which the animation definitely looks good, is the new animated series from DC Universe, Harley Quinn. Uh, I absolutely love this trailer. Now, I knew this we were getting this series. I knew it was going to be R-rated. I did not know it was going to be this R-rated. This is <laughs> violent, raunchy. It's funny. It's it's just absolutely fantastic. I can't. It's so it looks so much fun. It's got all you know little Easter eggs there to the Batman universe, uh, and but it looks like it's taking these characters in a new comedic way, mm-hmm. and, I, and I can't wait to have it's, fun with this. It's really great, uh, but it, no. First of all, this film is not for kids. No, definitely not for kids. It's in, it's drawn like it's for kids. They use the same animatic styles as they use for their normal animated series. So you might look at it. And think this is one of them. This is def- the violence is crazy. Violent. It's very violent. There's a lot of blood, and there's a lot of swearing in it. But a lot of f bombs. A, a, a lot of that. But it just works. I enjoyed watching the trailer. I was smiling. I was like, it was funny. It was hilarious. Um, I think this is gonna do well. I I, I think I gonna think it's well. gonna do well. Now this is the reason why I really like this, and the reason why I like the differences between Marvel and DC is because Marvel are very good at what they do mm-hmm. with this whole connected universe and stuff like that. I kind of like that with DC, it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. You, it's a disconnected, it's multiverses. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You have, you have the CW universe, you've got the movies, you've got that Joker movie, you've got the animated shows, and this one is just another take on these characters. Mm. And I like that I can just pop over here to this universe, have fun, and then leave you know yeah. what i mean that's what i like about dc's difference to marvel yeah and it's like we said earlier in the show it's completely different from marvel marvel with kevin what he what they want to do is that one story yeah arc and everything and this is just the complete opposite exactly whatever you like you know exactly. you i also don't think marvel would have ever done an r-rated animated series like this yeah i don't think it's part of their which is fine that's not who they are but till they start losing money then well was yeah <laughs> Uh, but that's not in their thing, you know. So that's fine that they were not going to do this, but we'll get it from DC, mm-hmm. which is what, which is nice to see. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, so this is like the second Harley. Qu- when is this out? Uh, this is out at the end of the month. End of the month on DC Universe. That is. Mm. So uh, we'll see when it comes out over here in UK. Uh, so the next trailer is the way back. Uh, this is a heartfelt character study uh, portrayed by Ben Affleck. So basically this guy who's down and out looks like he's suffering with a lot of uh, alcoholism problems and he becomes a basketball coach to sort of bring him back to life basically. Mm -hmm. This looks like a really heartfelt story. Mm -hmm. I can see exactly why uh, Ben Affleck took on this role uh, as he's we've seen in the news he's going through similar problems himself and it looks like a stellar performance from him. It's the d- same director from The Accountant. Mm-hmm. So 
he works well with Ben Affleck. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this film. You you said this one's got Oscar. Oh, this got Oscar written all over it from scene one to the end. It's Oscar. It's the ingredients of an Oscar. The only thing missing was it's not based on a true story. No, it's Normal, original story. It's an original. Normally, these these kind of stories will be there will be one guy who did this and it's based on that. But this has Oscar all over it. It has Oscar nominated. Oscar winners, Oscar, it has Ben Affleck, it has a good American story, it's very hopeful, we don't get much of that these days, mm-hmm. you know, now we're just talking about R-rated movies, we don't get much of these hopeful films. When you're down and out, yeah. Exactly, and um, the whole basketball thing, and I'm sure they're going to explore a lot of tropes, modern day tropes in the film, it just has Oscar written all over mm-hmm. it, and like you said, the performances look amazing yeah. they look great it's funny because I, I'm you know obviously the the older I get the more and more I'm connecting to films like this mm. because it also portrays a picture of getting old mm-hmm. of living a life and then what do you do after you've lived a certain life you know what I mean and things that happen in your life looks like I'm not too sure but it looks like he had a family whether or not they're divorced I don't know mm-hmm. but you know the hardships of life yeah and Ben Affleck is just He's a really good actor. He's a great actor. He's a real good actor. If you put him in his elements and he's comfortable He's with an you, Oscar winner. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. When the right things fall in place, he will give you a performance you will not forget. So I think Ben Affleck, I think it's going to be a good film. I'm certainly, And it's well shot. Oh, yeah. The really cinematography well looks ex- pristine. It's really good. So I'm definitely going to check this one. Yeah, that definitely. one comes out in March. Normally, like if you think they would probably release this clo- towards the end of the year mm. if they wanted to for an Oscar. So it's interesting that they're releasing it in March. So maybe, who knows, maybe maybe it's not Oscar material. We'll see. We'll see. But I can't see how this film will not do Oscar. It just has the formula for it. But we'll see. We'll we shall see. see. We shall see, as we always say. Uh, and that is the end of the trailer park ND. All the trailers. Like I said, it's been a slow week. Uh, it's all been Disney Plus focused. So not much has come out. I think... A lot of studios and executives and producers are like, let's just hold on this week. Mm-hmm. Wait for the wave to die down. Wise choice. Wise <laughs> choice. And then, uh, and then see. But uh, we'll get into the next segment. And again, that's owned by Disney again. Uh, what's coming? You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? So, yes, the film that's coming out this uh, week, huge film. You know, uh, it's Frozen 2. Yes. If there's, apart from Endgame and Rise of Skywalker, this is probably Disney's biggest film of the year. Mm-hmm. This, you know. Frozen did so well, didn't it? It did huge amounts of money. Mm-hmm. It was critically praised, loved by the fans everywhere. I even, I did not expect to like it that much. <coughs> I thought it was a really, really good story. It was a proper Disney movie. Yeah, proper Disney movie. Heartfelt, gave, you know, made... Made you get you on the fields all the right time. You know how you know a good Disney movie if you if there is a song out of it. Oh yeah. If the song if the song resonates with yeah. you, yeah. And this one did. Yeah, of course. Like for for me anyway, like the, the best Disney songs. When someone says Disney, when I think of Disney, I'm just thinking about the songs first mm. that attaches to the movie. Yeah. So for me, it's like Lion King and Jungle Book and things mm. like that. So and Let It Go was just Let It Go was another one of those. Every time it comes on, now I'm just like Let It Go. <laughs> That's all I see. Once you see the character, all you it's think in your head. Let yeah. It go. yeah. And, and now, if you say the words Let It Go, people, so, yeah. That's how relate you, that to Frozen. So yeah. I mean, we we reviewed the trailer for Frozen Two, and it does look good. Yeah, it looks like dark, as well that they're dark. taking a darker turn. 
Um, I like that it looks like they're going to explore maybe the different elements because we saw like an autumn element, mm -hmm. I think we saw in there. It could be like a distant cousin, sister, who mm -hmm. knows. So I'm interested to see what they do there uh, to see where they take the story because, and like as we've always said, the second one is the hardest, hardest. To, to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and the second one, they always say, is meant to be the darkest of the three as well because mm. okay. it's, it's like the three-act structure, isn't it? The, 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 ho the ho a hopeful beginning, the dark, the dark conflict, and then the triumphant uh, victory. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm excited. Are you going to see this one in the cinema? I, I prob probably depends on my week. I didn't think of it till now. Maybe I will. Maybe not. But it's a good film. It's worth You'll watching. Check it out sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. So uh, apart from that, that is not much else that's coming out. So just continue watching Disney Plus if you can. Watch all the Star Wars shows, watch all the st all the Star Wars movies and on Disney Plus as well. They've all been restored to 4K. Oh, really? Yeah, on Disney Plus. Amazing. I can't wait to watch that. So, um, but before we head off, Andy, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Unduaj. That's at N-D-U-A-J. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake. And you can also find Film 7 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Film 7 Podcast. And you can check out all our previous episodes on Apple, on all your previous... And you can check out all our previous episodes on your playlist. But until next week, guys, see you later.